Welcome back to the Music Hubs. We have got a great artist with us today. Robert is from Los Angeles. Everyone talks about the COVID-19, so he wrote a song called Quarantine. It's sung by Justin J. Moore and Kid Dreams. And uh, right now, it's Quarantine, and it's here on our big program. Well, I just turned 17, and I tried to for the football team. I hated how we get to a day's first scrimmage, we got blown away. The ride home guys goofing off, and we stopped and had to get out. The coach, he yelled at all of us, and made us push that yellow bus. When birds of a feather, they flock together, together they can fly so high. Snow sticks together, it don't even matter that a single snowflake is light. Birds of a feather, they flock together, takes hard work and sacrifice. You'll always remember this time forever, one day you'll look back and smile, yeah. The bus, it weighed at least a ton, after practice it had to get done. It took all of us and all you got together, this is what it taught. We won big, a game after game, and I made it to the championship. A ball sailed wild, two seconds left, man, we took a knee and we cried. When birds of a feather, they flock together, takes hard work and sacrifice. You'll always remember this time forever, one day you look back and smile. Yeah. Some folks play for just a ring Because winning means everything In life you can't win every game you play Trophies gather dust but your memories remain Some folks play for just a ring But the journey means everything In life you can't win every game you play You'll feel more grateful with a little pain so I'm, I'm at home, self-quarantine God, I hate this COVID-19 I hate that money's getting lean My stomach growls, I'm hungry The drive through is a windy place Where I see an American flag Waving, God bless the USA In my heart, I hear my old coach say When birds of a feather, they flock together Together we can fly so high when snow sticks together, it don't even matter that a single snowflake is light. When birds of a feather, they flock together, takes hard work and sacrifice. You'll always remember this time forever, one day you'll look back and smile. You will smile. We will smile. You will smile. We will smile. You will smile. We will smile, you will smile. We will smile, you will smile. We are back live here on AMFF247.com. And uh, we have got Tom Corbett with us today. He joins us live here on AMFM247.com. And uh, so, Tom... You have got uh, an incredible series of books out there. You've you've recently written uh, another great book. So uh, let, let's let's talk a little bit about your books and uh, you as an author and everything else. Tell me a little bit about it, my friend. All right. Uh, well, I've been very busy, uh, very active uh, in the running department uh, with uh, COVID, uh, sort of shutting down society. I have plenty of time on my hands. So. Uh, 
but I uh, earlier this year I finished a book called "It Seemed Like a Good Idea at the Time," and that is a uh, book based on experiences of a Peace Corps group that I was involved with uh, back in the 1960s in India, and you know over time it collected a number of stories and my from the other volunteers, and I wove them into a semi-fictional, at least the setting is fictional, but the stories are real, uh, at least as we can remember them, uh, of uh, our experiences back then. And it was a time when Peace Corps was considered, the, uh, and overseas service was considered the Wild West. You know, uh, it, the, the program wasn't fully matured yet. Uh, I think they, they made a lot of sort of, uh, you know, basic mistakes and and uh, you know where they put us, uh, but it was a very talented group of young people, and who who managed to uh, to survive two years under very difficult conditions, and uh, go on to uh, do great things with their lives. And it's, the story's told with there's a lot of uh, a lot of humor, uh, a lot of and uh, but also some some. Uh, pointed stories that evoke uh, sympathy and inspira- and sort of can be inspirational uh, and uh, a lot of lessons that are imparted, you know, through them. So I, I think it's, um, it's uh, a good journey uh, to relive. And I think, you know, that, that most of the people who have read it have been, you know, kind of really taken with it in a, in a, in a very great positive way. It also, captures the, the the ethos and the spirit of the times. This was the 1960s, which is crazy in a way, but also a, a period when people had a sense of self, self-sacrifice. Tom so Corbett with us. Yeah, well, Tom yeah. Corbett joins us today here in our broadcast. And uh, so, Tom, uh, tell me a little bit about the inspiration for putting this book together. Uh, mostly, it uh, it came from a, a series of get-togethers we finally had, beginning about a decade ago. After you know, 40 years of being back in the states, uh, someone pulled together uh, a get-together in um, the Bay Area, uh, and it, it, I had never been to a any kind of uh, sort of get-together from high school or college or anything like that. I I, I avoided those like the plague. Uh, but this one uh, was special, and I went, and it was very emotional, and we sat around and shared and realized how much we had in common and how that experience changed us. And so we began to sort of collect some of the stories after that. And I, and I, I wanted, I wanted to, uh, to tell that story and tell the story of the group because I think it was emblematic of a lot of young people uh, back a half a century ago who gave up part of their lives to do something that they felt strongly about. And while we didn't save the world, we we changed, I think, in very, very fundamental ways. And I often looked at, at, at what, the, again, what these people have accomplished in the remainder of their lives, and either Peace Corps selected the best of the best, or something about the experience made them better people, and I'm not sure which story is true. It is Tom Corbett. He's with us today here on AMFM247.com. And uh, he joins us today here on AMFM247.com. He has got a great book. Seemed like a pretty good idea at the time. And he's with us today here on a big broadcast. So, um, 
Tell me about the cover design for this book. Well, it's a, it's a picture of the Taj Mahal, which is, uh, I suppose, not uh, ter- uh, ter- uh, ter- terribly unique, but it was just a lovely picture, uh, I thought. And, uh, uh, and that's, of course, very emblematic of, of India. So uh, that's, that's, what we, that's, what, that's what we chose to go with. The, uh, I might say I've also been busy on a couple of other projects, which I'll, I'll, I can. Well, let's, uh, let, let, let's, let, 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 let's talk about those then. Uh, well, what are some of your other projects here? Well, uh, the one that uh, is just now finish, finished up is probably less interesting to the average reader, uh, but it's the second edition of an academic book. I was, <clears throat> for my real career, I was an academic with the, uh, at the University of Wisconsin in Madison and helped run a research institute. And so a colleague of mine and I uh, uh, were asked by our publisher to put out a second edition of a book on evidence-based policymaking. And uh, that, that will be coming out later this fall or in a very, very final <clears throat> uh, kind of you know, detail-oriented uh, uh, cleaning up uh, phase of that, of that project. But that's for nerds and uh, you know, <laughs> academic types. More, yeah, right. That's awesome. More that's for, awesome. Yeah, more for uh, the uh, typical reader out there is uh, a book I'm working on now, which is called Felicitous Fates. Now uh, you say Felicitous Fates. Okay. Yes. Uh, it is really the third volume in a trilogy. And who knows, maybe it'll become a quartet. But it's a, uh, it, was, it was designed to be the, the third uh, volume of a trilogy and end with this volume, but we'll see. And uh, it's, uh, it's start, I started writing this about three years ago, uh, not, this, not this volume, but the, the first volume of the trilogy, with just a, a, a concept in mind. And the concept was a, a young girl in Afghanistan under the oppressive rule of the Taliban who wanted to be a doctor, okay, and how she managed to, to do that. And at the same time, I contrasted that family with a, a family in the United States, which had wealth and privilege and, and, and all of that. Eventually, the two families inter, inter, interrelate. So you've got two, two family stories that then become intertwined, uh, and there's levels within each family, uh, trials, tribulations, and, and there's a lot of themes about culture, how one breaks out of one's culture, how one aspires to goals that may seem impossible or difficult uh, at the time. And uh, what, what was just a, a kind of a, an image or in, my, in my head for one book now it's I'm on my on the third volume, and people do the readers respond I think very positively. I think it's the the second the second volume, which was called Ordinary Obsessions. Uh, you know, it got like four point eight out of five stars on Amazon from Amazon reader reviews, and and the reviewers the people who, who have read it and respond and have reviewed it. Talk about the rich character development and the interesting and fast-paced plots and so forth. But it, uh, but each each volume and each work, I try to 
balance, let's say. Uh, character development, some substance, some serious topics, a lot of, a lot of humor, uh, and uh, sort of the correct pace. So it's a, I always view writing books as kind of a, like writing a symphony. You're trying to balance different dimensions simultaneously, and I think that's probably uh, uh, the challenge of being a good storyteller. We have got Tom Corbett with us today. He joins us live here in our big broadcast. So, uh, so Tom, uh, this th- th- this is a short interview with us today because we we we've desperately run out of time here in the broadcast. But before we go, how do people buy your books and get involved with what you're doing? Uh, best thing is to uh, just go on and look at at uh, www.booksbytomcorbett.com. Uh, and or try to find me on Amazon.com or BarnesandNoble.com, but check the website out, www.booksbytomcorbett.com. Fantastic. Well, Tom, I appreciate you making time for us today. Thanks for coming on the program. Okay, thank you for having me. Thank you, my friend. There he goes, Tom Corbett. And uh, we are out of time here on AMFM247.com, and uh, we will see you next time. Tom Corbett in the building. That guy, Tom Corbett. Our 
desert lawns or browns a new green To the sisters of mercy and brothers in arms It's family time to save all that harm So everyone rise up Our time is now Not a problem. Not a problem. We're live. We're back. We're on AMFM247.com. We have got a great guest with us today. He joins us live here on the broadcast. And from time to time, we let the guests do their own introductions just in case I miss anything. So go ahead and jump in there, my friend. Give us a brief introduction on yourself. Uh, Thank you for having me, first of all. My name is Joe Barksdale. Um, I grew up in Detroit, Michigan. I played in the NFL for eight years. And... um, Sooner or later, I'll be one of the, I'll be known as one of the greatest musicians and artists of my generation. Fantastic, fantastic. So, uh, h- how did you get started in the music industry? I guess we'll start there, my friend. Um, I had a very significant death in my life um, at the end of the twenty fourteen at the end of my twenty thirteen twenty fourteen NFL season, um, and I needed something to do uh, during the uh, during the off season. And Coach Jeff Fisher gave me the idea to possibly pick up a guitar, and I haven't put it down since. 
Awesome. Awesome. We have got a great guest with us today. He joins us live here in the broadcast. So, uh, with the music thing, uh, what are some of the different things you've learned over your time doing music, my man? I would say the biggest thing that I've learned is how to adjust. Um, Yeah. You know, coming from my uh, previous profession, everything was a lot more concrete. You knew what you were going to be doing, you know, four months from now. Um, Whereas with music, um, you know, a lot more things are fluid and flexible and, you know, plans change and that kind of thing. So I would say the biggest thing I've learned is just to, you know, be more flexible and go with the flow. That's awesome. That's awesome. So uh, how do people follow your progress online and uh, get your music, be involved in your music, all these things? Uh, you can just go to www.joebarksdale.com. Uh, that's what I'm using for my landing page. And you can find links to, I mean, you can find everything out about me from that website. Links, music, um, social media stuff. Um, and there's a bunch of things that I have coming down the pipe as well. We have got a great guest with us today. Brand new album from Austin-based indie rock, uh, electronic soul artist and former NFL star Joe Barksdale. He joins us today here on a broadcast. And uh, so, so Joe, um, getting into to music, um, you know, you said you, you you picked up a guitar and you never put it down. Uh, tell tell me a little bit about. You know, your first guitar and being involved and, and all these things. Uh, my first guitar was a uh, Fender acoustic guitar. I'm, I'm going to fast forward to my second guitar, which okay. is a uh, Fender Strat. Um, That's awesome. And I, I'm still very, yeah, I'm still very partial to those to the day. But I would say, um, and this is before I learned, you know, uh, started singing or writing or anything like that. I am um, very introverted. I also have different, um, you know, mental health issues that I fight constantly and that kind of thing. And sometimes it's very difficult for me to communicate. A lot of times it's very difficult for me to communicate with other people. Um, So the guitar kind of became like a voice. You know, people seem to understand the music and, you know, people would listen and be receptive to things that I would play versus things that I would say. Um, So it became a great way for me to communicate with people as well as, you know, process and uh, process emotions and different things. So, um, yeah, it's kind of like a, it's it's been a second voice for me, and that's that's what's really drawn me to it and connected me with it. That's pretty fantastic. We have got a, a great guest with us today. He joins us live here in our big broadcast, and uh, Joe Barksdale is with us, and he has got a tremendous, tremendous uh, series of music out there, and uh, he joins us today here on our big broadcast. So... We are going to play some of your music here in just a few. Uh, tell me a little bit about your process of, of putting music together and bringing it to life, my friend. Um, my process is actually pretty flexible as well. Sometimes I'll start with, uh, I usually start at one or two points. I'll start with, you know, thinking about what I want to say, or I'll start with thinking about, you know, feelings I'm trying to convey. If it's what I want to say, then I'll start out with lyrics. Um, which are usually, you know, written in poem form at first. And then um, when it comes to uh, how I'm feeling, that's more of a, you know, that's when the songs will start out with, you know, the music. Um, And so pretty much, you know, they're kind of like 
I look at what I want to say and how I'm feeling like the skeletal system and the uh, muscular system in the human body. One cannot exist without the other. You yep. build the uh, muscles around the skeletons or you use the, uh, you use the bones to kind of, um, I mean, or you, you know, you put the uh, bones inside of the muscles. To oh make yeah. Them, uh, more sturdy. Oh yeah. It is, uh, yeah. Joe Barksdale. He's with us today here in a broadcast. Uh, sincerely is a fantastic, fantastic tune. Uh, Thank you. Tell me a little bit about just the idea of this song and, and where it came from and everything. Okay. Um, well, Sincerely is an album. Um, uh, there's six songs on the album, but the idea came from, um, you know, I mean, all of my music is uh, an open letter to uh, anyone who wants to listen to it. So I would say the idea for it just came from, you know, different things that were on my mind that I wanted to get out. Um, and I wanted it, I wanted to take another step in the direction of, you know, defining the electric soul genre of music. So that's what, uh, I would say sincerely is, um, or the, 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 uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The inspiration for <laughs> yes. sincerely yes. was more, um, yeah, it was. That that was the inspiration for it, you know, me trying to uh, better define my sound and so forth. That's fantastic. It is a uh, great guest with us today. He has got a brand new album. Joe Barksdale with us today. He joins us live here in a broadcast. And uh, so, some are so. Who are some of your musical heroes and influences, my friend? I would say my three biggest musical heroes slash influences are. Um, Marvin Gaye, Jimi Hendrix, and Kanye West. Wow. Obviously, that's three different <laughs> genres of music. Hell of a deal. I love them all equally. Hell yeah. of a deal. Um, yeah, Kanye, uh, you know, growing up in the Midwest, you know, he's from Chicago. I'm from Detroit. Um, he grew up in the church. We grew up similarly in certain, uh, certain regards, and I can tell that that affects, like, our taste in music, along with, of course, you know, the mental illness piece. He's also been a hero for me in terms of that, you know, someone that, yeah. Doesn't let um, outside situations, you know, define them. Yeah. Um, I would say Jimi Hendrix, obviously from a guitar standpoint, um, when I first started playing guitar, I wanted to stop because I realized I'm an overthinker. And a lot of the things that I was first learning were blues and they were very simple. And I used to think like, this is all, you know, this has been done already. What am I going to do that's different? Yeah. You know, um, and, I, and that was around the time that I found out about Jimi Hendrix. And uh, I said, I want to play like that, <laughs> along with everything else. You know, his That's philosophies, awesome. his swagger, his uh, fashion, fashion sense. Just, you know, he was he was his own person and unapologetically so. Yep. And then when it comes to Marvin, I mean, you know, when it comes to Marvin Gaye, growing up in Detroit, being around all that Motown music, um, you know, what what's going on is one of my most favorite albums of all time, if not my favorite, most favorite album of all time, um, you know, the uh, the talent that Marvin had, along with the work ethic, um, really inspires me as well as you know just everything that he said in his music. And all three of those people, you know, they they use their real names, um, you know, they use their real names as their artist name, and that that really speaks to me too because it speaks to how honest um, the things that they create are. That's fantastic. We have got a uh, great guest with us today. He joins us live here on our big broadcast. Joe Barksdale with us today. So uh, how, how do people uh, hear your music, buy your music, get involved with what you're doing? 
Um, I'm on all the streaming platforms, uh, Spotify, Apple Music, iTunes. I don't know if those are different, uh, but, um, you know, Spotify, Apple Music, iTunes, Google Play, YouTube, uh, SoundCloud, anywhere that music is streaming, just search Joe Barksdale and you'll be able to, uh, you'll be title, you'll be able to listen to it. We have got Joe Barksdale with us today. He joins us live and, uh, we are going to go to Sincerely. Uh, right now here on our big program. And uh, Joe, thanks for doing this, brother. Really appreciated the chat, man. Oh, no problem. Thank you so much for having me. Definitely. Well, I will be in touch, my friend, and we're going to play your music. And uh, thanks for being with us, brother. No problem. Thank you. Thank you, man. There he goes, Joe Barksdale. And now we go to the song, Sincerely, and it's on the big rock. Black Magic. In her vein, black magic drives me insane. Black magic got me a car. Black magic won't get far. Why won't I It's like I can't breathe Black magic Look out. 
Holy smokes, that was Joe Barksdale. And that is a fantastic track. And we are going to say hello to our next guest here in just a few moments. Tom Corbett is going to join us here on AMFM247.com. iTunes, radio loyalty, radio loyalties, they say. Incredible new track right now. Here on our big program, go over and check them out on Spotify. Also find them on Instagram. Go over to Facebook.com slash Outstanding Members. It's Stay True, and it's here on our program. My father told me, son, I got you Whatever you going through, just stay true Show your eyes look like you're supposed to Whatever you do for your crew, they gon' stick to you like a really blue All my life been rolling the dice, looking forward to this fast life I've been wrong, but holding on until finally I got it right Blowing up like dynamite, murder cake, got me has a kite This corona done changed my life Use my skills to get my family tight Now I'm focused in the vision At peace, making better decisions You the last, my knowledge and wisdom Tiptoes down with no favoritism On supercharged like the E-Bunny Every move I make is to get money Still using words like get scummy Lips wrapping tighter than ancient mummy I'm finally gone up in the zone And for once, ain't nothing wrong I pray daily to separate me From those that hate me and now they gone Kept on grinding till I got my own Didn't own shit but a cell phone Use my phone to get me a broom Then I used the broom to get me a home And now I'm back, how you like that? Will of fortune like I'm Sajak Every pound I'm busting it down I'm flooding the town with fat sacks Plenty paper I'm getting at Form with some rat net. And when I dip, don't trip my money flipping like an acrobat. Now I'm stacking and investing, remaining humble and count my blessings. Learn how to turn all my losses in his life into a lesson. Surrounding myself with like minded individuals, no more stressing. You the last, my five P's, my pen and pads, my perfect weapon. My father told me, son, I got you. Whatever you're going through, just stay true. Show your whole ass look like you're supposed I'm just trying to check a bag like I worked the register Had to cuss it off like an editor Cause I got tired of people telling metaphors You can catch a cooler with them predators Dread hair turn you to a skeleton Close the back door and open hella more Because I told me ain't no letting up I might drop a deuce in a seven up Yeah, I stay true to myself Of course I did I've been moving like I'm grown since I was a kid Before these Glocks and Dracos we had shit Trying to make it big Got that money calling yeah. Got a hoop for you to see me balling Cut the toxic off, it's too exhausting uh-huh. Now I'm on a cake just like frosting yeah. Fuck sitting, you should do it often uh-huh. Gold driven and used to walking uh-huh. Bat my ashes on, do no talking Took your bitch cause she like bosses And the ones who there for you is always the least expected Had to change my way, they told me I'm been acting selfish The moment I start peeping niggas back that go my exit Swallow all my pride and count my blessings. Swallow all my pride and count my blessings. Swallow all my pride and count my blessings. 
We are back live here on AMFM247.com. Tune in, iTunes, and of course, Radio Loyalty. And we have got a great guest with us today. We go to the phones and uh, give us a brief introduction on yourself, my friend. Tell us a bit about yourself. Uh, my name is Chigger. I'm from the band Rawway. I play bass for them. We are um, the slumlords of New Jersey, so to speak. Um, we come from uh, Rawway, New Jersey. We have a new CD out called Slumlords of New Jersey. Um, and it's hard rock, and it's in your face, and it... it uh, Leaves you screaming for more. Fantastic. It is Rawway with us today. They join us live here on our world-famous Cheeky Jaguar Radio Broadcast here on AMFM247.com. Tune in iTunes. And, of course, uh, you can find us on 50-plus AMFM stations across the country and around the world. Rawway with us today here on our broadcast. So uh, tell us about this brand-new tracks, a uh, series of tracks. You, you've got a brand-new album. Tell us all about it, man. So we have a... We've been playing for a long time, uh, and uh, we decided to, to work with Mike Orlando from uh, Adrenaline Mob, and uh, he helped us uh, produce this new CD. We're calling it Slumlords in New Jersey. It's got a, it's got a couple new tracks on it. Um, there's, a, there's a song called Sugars, which we shot a video for um, back, back when we were all quarantining, and uh, we decided to have a bunch of our music friends on the video, and the video got... A couple thousand hits, um, uh, so it's, it became an instant hit. Um, and then recently, we, re- we released a video called "Stone," which is my favorite song off the record. Um, and it's heavy; it's in your face. Starts with off, starts off with the bass. <laughs> you gotta love that. And it's just got a really good hook to it, so it leaves you screaming, singing, singing the song all day. You won't get it out of your head. Fantastic. Rawway with us today. They join us live here on our big program, and uh, they have a brand new music video for Sugar, and there was today here on AMFM247.com. So, uh, how did the band get together as a group? Tell me a little bit about that. So, the uh, guitar player and the, and the uh, drummer, Steve and Dave Cardenas, are brothers, and uh, they've been together for a very long time, <laughs> so to speak. And uh, Nick, the singer, actually joined the band when uh, his band opened up for, for Rawway a while back. And uh, Rawway kind of stole him. And then um, I joined the band maybe five years ago. Um, their bass player left for Florida, greener pastures of Florida. And then uh, I happened to be in the neighborhood. They were trying to get a bass player. We, we, my band has played with them for many years, and uh, they said, we need you in the band. And I wasn't doing anything at the time, so I decided to uh, to join the band, and uh, here we are today. We're just making some huge strides and hopefully taking on the world. So, uh, New Jersey, what 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 is the New Jersey music scene like? Tell me a little bit about that. The music scene is very ancestral. <laughs> it's uh, the uh, everyone knows each other. It's, it's New Jersey is a small state. Uh, we all seem to know each other. All the bands, they play well together. A lot of the band members are interchangeable sometimes. Um, so that, that's another reason why I've, I've ended up playing with Rawway, because I've been playing with them for years in other bands, opening up for them or them opening up for us. Um, so it's pretty ancestral. And as far as um, the scene, it, it's explosive. It just seems to be undiscovered right now. Um, it's got There is a scene there. And right now, of course, with uh, COVID going on, it's tough to see any sort of scene anywhere. It is Rawway. They're with us today here in a broadcast. And uh, so tell me about some of your musical heroes and influences. 
So the band, as a band, I, I would have to say bands like Motley Crue, Led Zeppelin, Aerosmith, Guns N' Roses are um, influences, major influences. Personally, mine would be um, Nikki Six from Motley Crue. Like if it wasn't for him, I would never would have picked up the bass. Um, Duff McKagan, Rex Brown from Pantera, um, Rachel Boland from Skid Row, uh, all, all those guys. Eighties, I would say, eighties rock is, is a heavy, heavy, heavy influence on um, the guys from Rawway. Rawway with us today. They join us live here on AMFM247.com. They have a brand new collection of music out there. They also have an official music video for Shagad. We're going to play that here in just a few moments. So uh, you have got uh, a, a lot of great things going. Tell us about your uh, your social media following. Well, we got about, we have a, a social media following is actually rabid. Um, we have a lot of people following us on Facebook, which is uh, Rawway, uh, Facebook.com backslash Rawway. Um, we have quite a few thousand followers on that um our our youtube page is actually starting to explode a little bit too with the uh the content that we're putting up there as far as videos new music videos and we're just trying to engage everyone um onto these pages um and and we answer everything personally so um you're not getting a robot answering answering you you'll get one of the one of the guys in the band or our management um responding to you Fantastic. Rawway with us today. They've got Sugar, and we're going to play that here in a few moments. So, the uh, the band itself, uh, what are some of the goals for the band? The goal right now is just to be able to play live again. Um, the one thing that we do love to do is play live in front of our, our friends and fans. Um, love seeing people sing the songs back to us, and that's what's giving us a chance to get the fans involved. Um, we, we got the fans involved in the video for Sugar which was really cool, um, and and just getting them used to the music. So what, when it comes time to play out again, everyone will know the songs, and hopefully we'll be on top. Fantastic. It is Rawway with us today. They join us live here on AMFM247.com. Also find us at KJagRadio.com. Rawway has sugar. And they're with us today here on our big program. So where do you see... Uh, music headed uh, the next couple years with all the uh, streaming and Spotify and all these different things? Well, I <laughs> see music, music's at a good place. Um, I think I think these streaming services are, are helping um, as far as getting the music out there. Getting us musicians paid for it is a whole new story. Um, but I think that, uh, I think it, it gives us more avenues to get the music out there and, and, and showcase what what is available as far as music goes. Um, you know, as far as from 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 audio to even video, there's a lot of music, a lot of bands out there putting videos out almost every month just to uh, to showcase what they have going on, and I think that's a good thing. Rawway with us today to join us live here in a broadcast of Slumlords of New Jersey, and they have Sugar. They join us today here on the big broadcast. So, uh, tell us a little bit about how the, you know, this this music video. Tell us about Sugar. So, Sugar was actually um, it's it's about uh, a guy who just like has life going on around him. All his friends are moving forward, and he just sitting sitting, sitting in his room just watching life go go by, go past him. So my guitar player and I decided, let's put it, you know, we were all quarantined at the time, so we said, let's put a video together where it's like Zoom style, where we're all performing the song from the privacy of our own homes, 
then we incorporated our friends who are, you know, any fans and friends. We, we asked people to send in videos of them lip syncing the hook to the song. And we were able to make it a Zoom-style video because everyone was using Zoom at the time for meetings and family gatherings and all that stuff. So we decided to make it a Zoom-style video, and, uh, and it just became a hit, an instant hit. So it really helped. Helped to help get, get the band name out there and helped to get the song out there. What's been the reaction to Sugar? The reaction has been everyone that I've contacted or, or been in touch with has like loved the song. So they can't get the song out of their heads. That, that, that the chorus is just so catchy that they cannot get the song out of their head. And uh, and so a few people have said that this stuff is some of the best stuff that Rawway's ever put out, which makes me feel really good. Fantastic. Well, we're gonna play. Sugar, right now, and uh, I appreciate you making time for us today and being on the radio show, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Thank you, brother. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it, man. There he goes. And uh, we are going to go to Rahway Sugar here on AMFM247.com. And if you are listening to us live on AMFM247.com and you would like to be able to become part of AMFM247.com. Go over to AMFM247.com. Here we go. It is Arawe, and it is Sugar, and it is here on your world-famous Cheeky Jaguar Radio Broadcast. Okay. 
That is Sugar. That is Rahway. And it is your world famous Jiggy Jaguar radio broadcast. Coast to coast, to border to border on AMFM, 247.com. We're taking a break. Be back with more here on the other side. Thanks for joining us live here on our big broadcast. Or not. I don't know where my music is. There it is.
We have got a great guest joining us today here on the Sunday Radio Broadcast, and uh, he joins us live here on our broadcast. Don Milton is with us. Don, how are you, sir? Another day in paradise, and I love your shirt. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. So, uh, so, so, Don, had, had, tell us a little bit about yourself. A research mathematician and college teacher. Did that for about five years. Then I uh, got off into the real estate business. I had an investment real estate company for about 25 years, basically helping people buy and sell large apartment complexes in the southeastern U.S. And then, uh, you know, uh, 17 years ago, I got into this business as a uh, life coach based on a lot of healing that I had done, uh, you know, since 1990. I mean, I had spent a lot of money and time uh, learning about many things and being a student and a teacher. And, uh, you know, in, in 19, I mean, not 19, 2003, uh, as a result of some things I learned then, uh, I made a commitment to do this. Fantastic. We've got Don Milton with us today. Joins us live here in the broadcast. So uh, w w what is your latest project here? Well, latest project, I just published a book. <laughs> at the Fantastic. Age, at, the age of, at the age of 75, I finally published a book. I've been having uh, people tell me for 15 years I need to write a book, so I finally did it. We have got a great guest with us today, the author of Living from the Inside Out, Don Milton with us today here on our Sunday radio broadcast. So uh, tell us about this book. Why did you decide to write this book, Don? Well, this book basically talks about the, my journey of uh, getting into this profession as a, as a life coach. Uh, 19, I've always been a seeker and a searcher. And looking for what was true and effective and as a result of uh, a couple of catastrophic events in my life in the early 90s that put me on a totally different path uh, I had an experience in in the spring of 1992 as a result of working with a coach I had an experience for the first time in my life of feeling a direct connection between with a power beyond intellect and logic. Uh, I'm comfortable with the term God, but to me it's not this big man in the sky. It's like a universal consciousness. And as a result of that experience, uh, it totally put my track life on another track from ego, logic, focusing on making money and all the exterior things to more of an inner journey. And uh, this book basically talks about my path of uh, you know, along that journey, and it talks about uh, in detail uh, techniques and concepts that I use in working with clients to, uh, you know, the, the title from the inside out basically is about that uh, it is an inner, we can have peace, love, and joy regardless of our external circumstances. And it's just the opposite of what I was taught. And most people, you're taught that you know, you get the right education, you have the right uh, relationship, you have this, you have that, and then you're happy. Well, it doesn't work like that. You can certainly have all that and be happy, but just getting it 
<laughs> doesn't, doesn't cause you to be happy. Don Milton with us today, joins us live here on the Sunday radio broadcast, talking about his latest book, Living from the Outside. So, uh, so Don, uh, tell us about what you want readers to take away from your writing in this great book. Well, you know, I'd like people to, uh, to understand uh, how life really works. You know, what causes your feelings, that it's not events that cause you to feel happy or sad or angry or anxious or whatever. Those things are not the cause. The cause is how you think about those events. And I've already, the book's just been out a couple of weeks, and, you know, I've had feedback from maybe half a dozen people that have already gotten it and read it, and they've seen a few things in there uh, about congruence or about the cycle of creation or about uh, tapping, EFT. They've already seen some things that have been like a wake-up call for them and that they're going to start using in in their life. So my purpose is really to share uh, information with people that they're probably not going to find out about anywhere else, and hopefully someone... I mean, for me, James, I read a lot, and sometimes I'll read a book that's 250, 300 pages, and I may get one nugget that that is useful to me. And for, for me, it's worth it. This book is about 150 pages, and I would imagine most people would get a few nuggets that would be well worth it to them. It is Don Milton. He's with us today. Living from the Inside Out is the latest from him. He joins us today here on our big program here on the Sunday Radio Broadcast. So um, this book is getting a lot of rave reviews, getting a lot of great feedback. Tell me about some of the reviews you've gotten on the book so far. Well, you know, basically, uh, you know, I had one guy tell me that he's like in his mid-50s, and he said he's been a procrastinator all his life, and when he uh, read about congruence, that that was a big wake-up call for him, and he realized Congruence is basically the concept that your thoughts, words, and deeds are all in alignment. And I talk about priorities. And he realized when he took an objective look at his life that the reason he was feeling so overwhelmed and uh, unproductive is that he was spending a lot of time on things that weren't important to him. Uh, Another person, uh, you know, told me that the idea that, that she had never thought that it was your thinking that causes your feelings and that that one thing caused her to take a look at situations in her life that she had no control over the situation, but, but that she could have some control over how she felt about it. Uh, somebody else talked about uh, how they realized the importance of discernment, boundaries, and communication, and that when you can remove a charge from a situation, like if you're real angry with a coworker, and before you can have useful communication, you should uh, tone down your anger, do what you need to do to get rid of the anger, and then your communication will be better. So these are, you know, some, some most people say it's real easy to read, and several of them have told me that they didn't have any intention of reading it so fast, but once they got started, it, they just couldn't quit. So that's that's good to know. 
It is Don Milton, donmilton.net. He's got the latest book, Living from the Inside Out. He's with us today here on the Sunday Radio Broadcast. So uh, this book, incredibly well written. Um, You put a lot of time and effort into the book. Um, What are some of your goals for this book? Well, you know, basically to expose people to these concepts. And there's a lot of things like meditation, journaling, uh, tapping, uh, emotional freedom technique. There's a lot of things people can start doing on their own. But really, if they want to go deep and really get results, it would be good to work with a professional, whether it be me or someone else. And uh, one thing I would like to mention, James, and I believe Janet may have talked to you about this, is this group phone program that that I've got. Would you like me to mention a little bit about that? Yes, indeed. Talk about it, my friend Don Milton, donmilton.net. Tell me about it. Yeah, this is a program I developed a few years ago. Uh, I had three different clients that did an intense 12-week program with me, which uh, the fee for that is $6,000. And it's a big commitment on my part and the client's part. They basically, uh, we have one uh, hour and a half to two-hour session a week, and then they have about an hour and a half worth of work to do every day for 12 weeks. And, you know, this is, and I'm fully... Uh, available for them when they need me and uh, we're both all in on it and it changed their personal and professional life so much that they were telling they were in a network marketing company and they were telling all their uh, colleagues and friends you need to go work with this guy you need it's amazing my life has changed well most people didn't want to work that hard or spend that much money so these clients of mine said Don is it possible can you create a program that's not very expensive, that'll get good results for people, and they don't have to spend an hour and a half a day if they don't want to. So that's that's this program. It's a it's a six week uh, group phone program, and basically uh, the the minimum requirement to get really good benefits is to be either be on the call every week or listen to the replay, and spend fifteen to twenty minutes a day using. Uh, basic EFT, emotional freedom technique, which has been around for about 25 years. It's just a technique where you focus on certain emotions, you tap, and uh, you get amazing results. That's the minimum requirement. Then in the first session, I talk about other techniques, uh, topless acupressure technique, matrix re-imprinting, Byron Katie work, journaling, uh, meditating, reading. I talk about all these other techniques how you use them, and the benefits you get. And so people have the option to do whatever they want to. I mean, some people in these programs will do the tapping and meditate or the tapping and do some reading. I had one person that I can remember that did everything. <laughs> they were spending uh, about an hour. and They were basically doing uh, a six-week version of my 12-week program without being accountable to me or being you know, have been available all the time, and their results were off the charts. So it's really a matter of the program is set up to give people significant results over a six-week period, and they can really choose to do as much as they want. I mean, if a person, James, in my opinion, if a person, are you familiar with EFT? Yes, I am, but for the folks who are not, explain it. Well, have you ever had any experience with EFT yourself? No, 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 no. But uh, folks don't know what EFT is, so explain it, my friend. 
EFT is a technique that was developed about 25 years ago, and it's, it's currently used by probably tens of thousands of professionals around the world and millions of people. It's basically a technique, where, let's say for instance, that something happens at work and you feel angry, frustrated, confused, whatever, you have a, a variety of emotions. EFT is a technique where you can uh, think about the event, tune into each emotion, rate it on a scale of intensity from zero to 10 about how much it bothers you. And then one, one emotion at a time, you basically just tap on some acupressure points and you say some language related to that emotion. And literally, if a person is doing it properly, uh, within five or 10 minutes, you can think about that event and be at peace with it. You can use it for physical pains. I know Janet has used it a lot for uh, sinus problems, headaches, back pains. You can use it for pain. You can use it for phobias. It was developed to use for emotional issues, but as they you know, got into it, they were finding uh, people could get good relief from physical problems, phobias, uh, you know, whatever. It's, it's an amazing technique in itself, and it's something I've actually got uh, on my website, uh, donmilton.net. I've got a series of 17 videos that I created showing how to use basic EFT uh, for 17 different issues. So it's, it's really, and you know, kids can use it. I've had clients, James, that uh, taught their three and four year old kid to, to use it. And uh, I mean, it's just a, a really neat technique. It's Don Milton. He's with us today, donmilton.net. He has also got a fabulous, fabulous new book. It is out there right now. It is amazing, Living from the Inside Out. And uh, this book, incredibly well written. You've put a lot of time and effort into the book, as, as we've mentioned. Uh, what elements did you draw upon to develop this book? Uh, just my life experience. I mean, uh, you know, I talk about in the book, uh, you know, growing up a little bit as a Catholic and then at the age of 18, questioning all that and realizing I couldn't sign up for that anymore and spending three years to find something else to sign up for and not finding it. And basically, you know, being an agnostic for 25 years. And then as a result of working with a coach uh, almost 30 years ago, having that experience of uh, feeling a direct connection with another power and then all the work I've spent over a hundred thousand dollars on my own journey and probably 20,000 hours over the last 30 years. So, so really I just kind of, it's not a book about my life, but I share, uh, circumstances and events in my life that are relative to what I'm talking about. And then, uh, you know, go into detail. Basically I talk about all the components of the, uh, the 12-week uh, program that I do with individuals and uh, you know this this six-week pro phone program I was telling you about the uh, actually I'm starting a few of those in a couple of three different ones in a couple of weeks the information on that is program.donmilton.net so anybody interested in that can go to that site see more about the program and sign up if they're interested 
It is Don Milton. He's with us today here on our big program, and uh, he joins us today talking a little bit about his latest book, and uh, that is Pretty Amazing Living from the Inside Out. DonMilton.net is the official website. So, uh, Don, summarize your book in just a few sentences for us uh, for, for folks that are thinking about picking the book up. Uh, a few sentences. Uh, well, the one, one, one sentence that they put on the back of the book, which I tell people all the time, uh, we find ways to do what is important to us, and excuses for the rest. <laughs> it is Don Milton, donmilton.net. He's with us today here on our big broadcast. So um, give us the profile of the typical reader who's going to love your book. Uh, you know, I would think the pro profile is going to be anyone that would like to have a, a happier life uh, without spending uh, a lot of money or a lot of time uh, now, uh, you know, if you really, of course, you can read about all these things, but it, if you really want to get results, you have to do something. So I think the profile for the reader is going to be anyone that, uh, you know, would like to understand how life really works and some techniques and concepts that you could use to make changes that you want to make in relationships, your health, your job, uh, you know, whatever is important to you. It is Don Milton, donmilton.net. He's with us today here on our big program here on the Sunday radio broadcast. So who do you envision to be the potential readers for this book, Don? <laughs> Anybody that can read English. It is Don Milton, donmilton.net. He joins us today here on the Sunday radio broadcast. So what makes your book different from others like it? Others like it, uh... Uh, that's a hard question to answer. I mean, uh, you know, there's lots of good books out there, so I don't, I don't know uh, uh, what people. I know I, I share a lot about my personal experiences, and a lot of the books that I've read, self-help, personal growth books. Uh, sometimes uh, people are not so vulnerable about what's happened in their life. Um, I think one thing that 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 may be different about it that I haven't really seen and I read a lot but I think that all the things that I talk about EFT, Typus Acupressure Technique, Matrix Reimprinting Byron Katie, Personal Peace Pro, all these things I have not seen a book that talks about all of these different things and the benefits you get and how to use them so that may be unique I don't know, I haven't seen one like it it is Don Milton, donmilton.net. He joins us today here in our big broadcast. So uh, what do you want readers to take away from your writing of this great book, my friend? Well, that uh, I guess the title says it all, Living from the Inside Out. I'd like people to come away with an understanding that you can have peace, love, and joy regardless of your circumstance, regardless of your age, your education, your financial situation, your relationship situation, regard, I mean, regardless of what's going on in the world. Look at all the craziness going on right now. I mean, we're living in a time that is just <laughs> unbelievable what's happened in such a short time. I understand 
that the suicide rates, the depression rates, the addiction, that that's just gone through the roof. Well, that's because people are feeling helpless and hopeless and, and just anxious about everything. Well, yeah, there's a lot of crazy things going on, but the takeaway from this book is that those things that are going on do not cause you to feel depressed, anxious, angry, frustrated. They don't cause that. So you can, right now, you can eliminate all those feelings. That's not going to change all the stuff that's going on. But once you eliminate all that negative energy, then you have more clarity to say, hey, is there anything I can do on a small scale to make changes? Because you're going to make a, a person is going to be able to communicate and behave much more effectively if they're not all in bondage to all these negative emotions. So that's what I'd like to, to share that, you know, uh, you can be happy right now, right where you are, uh, without anything else changing. Fantastic. Well, Don, that's where we're leaving for today. I appreciate you being with us. The book is Living from the Inside Out. Don Milton is our guest. And uh, Don, have yourself a wonderful day. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you, sir. Thank you very much. Appreciate it, brother. There he goes. Don Milton uh, joins us today here on Skype. We're going to take a time out. When we come back, we've got more. On the other side, it is the world famous. Saturday Radio Back here on the big program, we have got a tremendous, tremendous new artist we want to play for you here on iHeartRadio. How I Feel. It's by Sick Skills, and uh, it is a great, great track. Here we go. It's How I Feel by Sick Skills here on iHeartRadio in the big program. So perfect, perfect for me 